0: Chapter 4 The rat was a stern teacher. Many a lesson ended in tears as poor Ruva tried to remember the chief products of France, or the nine times table. Stop quivering like a marshmallow, ordered Rodentus, marching up and down like a drill sergeant. Your education has been woefully neglected. You must have grown up in a cave. Oh, but what good is it, Ruva cried. None of my relatives were educated, and they were perfectly happy. I don't doubt that your relatives lived in happy ignorance. They didn't have to escape slavery and travel halfway around the world. I don't know which of these facts will come in handy, so you'd better learn them all. I can't, wailed Ruva. "Piffle. the son of the Japanese emperor, studies 16 hours a day. He loves every minute of it. You visited the emperor of Japan? We had the most divine sushi. Don't change the subject. But the little giraffe couldn't go on. She began to bang her head against the bars of her cage. Hate France! Hate nine times table! Hate sushi, whatever that is! Stop that, shouted Rodentus. You've made your point. You're going stir-crazy. It's no wonder a free animal locked up in a tiny cage. It's no wonder a free animal locked up in a tiny cage ought to be a law. There is a law, but no one obeys it. Muttering to himself, the rat climbed the bars, inserted his tail into the lock, and clicked it open. The door swung wide. Ruva was so startled, she didn't realize what had happened for a moment. She stared at the door as Rodentus climbed down and flexed the tip of his tail. How did you do that? she whispered. Picked the lock, obviously. You knew all along how to open the door? All us rats are natural lock pickers. Then why didn't you do it earlier? Ruba burst into tears. She wept as she had never done before, not even when she was captured. Rodentus watched her anxiously. Finally, when her sniffles died away, he said, I'm sorry. I was afraid. You didn't know anything about the world. You didn't know what a ship was or an ocean. I thought you might walk right over the side or be caught up by Skiggy and chained up. The rat climbed the bars until he was on a level with Ruva's face. You think it's bad in a cage? You could be in a cage and changed. Skiggy might beat you. He loves doing things like that. I couldn't take the chance. Rodentus reached out and patted Ruva on the nose. She sighed deeply. You can walk around the hold now. Every night and every afternoon, the sailors are either sleeping, drugged, drunk, or all three. I know their habits. Come on, my dear. Take a stroll for Uncle Rodentus. So, Ruva left the cage for the first time. She stepped around boxes marked, Danger! Explosives! Wear gas mask when opening! She put her ear against the hull and listened to the engines. The walk cheered her immensely. "'The slopes can't be all bad,' she remarked, looking around at the cargo. "'They sell coconuts and bananas.' The rat laughed harshly. (laughs) "'The coconuts are infested with beetles, and the bananas have blight. Some poor third-world country will buy them. The beetles will eat their trees, and blight will kill their crops. Count on it! If the slopes are involved, it's wicked!' Ruva was unwilling to re-enter the cage, but Rodentus was firm. "'The sailors wake up around now, with hangovers, I hope. They mustn't find you out. Don't worry, I'll free you again.' The little giraffe helped close the door with her hoof and held it while the rat worked the lock. "'Did you really have meals with all those famous humans?' she asked. "'Not all of them were aware I was sharing their food.' said Rodentus in a rare burst of honesty. The Dalai Lama did feed me rice crackers. He's a fine man. The days passed almost pleasantly. Ruva learned facts until she thought her head would swell. Rodentus let her out when the sailors were sleeping. He often disappeared on mysterious missions, but never left her alone too long. Twice a day, food and water were brought by a sailor who scratched her between the horns and said she was a bonnie bastie. The coconuts and bananas were unloaded at an unsuspecting third-world port. They were replaced with t-shirts guaranteed to shrink. And then the unthinkable happened. One day, the ship docked. Ruva heard the anchor chain rattle out. She wondered which poor souls would get the shrinking t-shirts. The hatch opened. A big crane reached down and plucked up Ruva's cage faster than a striking hawk. Rodentis, help! she bleated. I didn't know they were unloading you here, panted the rat as he climbed the bundles of t-shirts. Come with me! I can't escape! Go home! Never give up! That was all Rodentus was able to say before the cage was swung up into the light and over to a waiting van. It was just as bad as the first time. Ruva's heart raced, and she whimpered with terror. The van went through crowded, noisy streets full of more humans than she dreamed possible. They passed a bus, and little humans leaned out the windows and yelled at her. Those must be children! How horrible! she thought. The van left the tall buildings and went along tree-lined avenues. The air became The air became cooler. At last, it went through an arch with the words Dante's Zoo in gloomy black letters overhead. The The van eased between a gray pool full of seals and a shallow lake with flamingos standing on an island. A troop of monkeys gazed at her sadly from behind bars. The vultures in the vulture enclosure were clustered over something she couldn't quite see. The van stopped by a cement wall with an open door. The cage was lowered. Zoo attendants stood with brooms and hoses to force Ruva to move. She remembered Rodensa's parting words and made a brave attempt to escape, but she was greatly outnumbered. The humans turned on the fire hoses and almost knocked her off her feet. She was swept through the door in a blast of water. She skidded along the cement until she fell against a small house at the center of the pen. The door closed. She was alone. Really, truly alone. Behind her was a high wall and before her was an iron fence. Between was a stretch of concrete and the little house. This was where she was meant to stay for the rest of her life. Ruva stretched out her neck and bawled as though her heart would break.